We think it has to be perfect. But actually, the process of content creation and sharing it is actually really simple. And when we overcomplicate it, we make it more likely to fail because we're adding unnecessary steps. We're making it harder for ourselves. So how can you make the process easier? Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 517. In today's episode, I'm talking about five ways you can make your content creation less time-consuming because coming up with content ideas, creating them, sharing them, it could be a real time drain, right? Regardless of what platform you are creating and sharing content on, whether it's Instagram, a podcast, a blog, YouTube, TikTok, any of the content platforms, It can take quite a significant amount of time, especially if you waste time in the wrong spots or get stuck on some of the pretty common tripping hazards when it comes to creating content. So let's jump into five ways you can make your content creation take less time. The first way you can do it is survey your audience as a way to create great ideas, to a way to generate more content ideas in less time. What I recently did was I sent out a mid-year survey asking my email list a bunch of questions. And what I asked, one of the questions I asked was, what three questions do you have about growing your audience? What three questions do you have about starting a podcast? And what three questions do you have about launching digital products? The answers that I got to these questions have given me a couple of hundred content ideas. Like it's way more than I thought I would ever get. And that has been, that has saved me so much time because where I would typically jump on my computer and jump into the planning table that I use to come up with episode ideas and brain dump them in there. And I would spend hours just staring at this blank screen thinking, oh, I've done 500 podcast episodes what is left for me to talk about? But now it's great because I have the exact things that my audience wants to know. And even though I've already surveyed them in the past, I tend to survey them about twice a year. I notice that the questions they are asking are different. They're evolving over time as their awareness changes, as their businesses change. So that has been for me such a helpful way to save time when creating content ideas. And it also means that the content I'm creating meets my audience where they are at and it gives them what they want and need from me as well. 
So in my survey that I sent out, it was just a simple Typeform survey. Typeform is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it allows you to create really just nice, elegant forms that don't suck to fill out. So what I did was I asked in the survey, what are your goals for the rest of 2022? And I actually made this one multi-choice. So I gave them a couple of options. I said, uh, grow my audience, start my podcast, launch my digital product. And then the fourth option was other. So they could tell me what their other goals were. And then I segmented. So if somebody clicked the uh, grow my audience option, the, the next question they went to said, what's standing in the way of you growing your audience right now? And they could tell me what the challenges they were coming up against were. Then the next question was, how can I support you to grow your audience in 2022? And this, this typically got answers like, you know, give me a step by step plan or tell me how to do it. So it was really easy to, to see what they needed from me in their own words. And then the last thing I asked was, what three questions do you have about growing your audience? And that was where I get the content ideas from. Now, for you, this doesn't have to be a survey form. If you don't have a large audience, that's okay. You can have conversations with the people who are in your audience, have conversations with your clients, with people you're talking to online and find out what questions they have. It can be in, you can do this in Instagram DMs. You can do this in your emails, wherever you find it really easy to communicate with somebody in your audience. And the whole idea here is that your audience is generating those content ideas for you rather than you constantly having to come up with new ones. The second way to make content creation less time consuming is work with your strengths. So if it takes you four hours to record one reel or one TikTok video because you hate video and you struggle to edit it and you can't dance and you can't find the perfect song to go with it, don't do it. Don't do reels. Don't do TikTok if you can't do it quickly. If you hate podcasting, if you hate talking into a microphone and you put off podcasting, recording podcast episodes because of that, don't do a podcast. If you find that it takes you three hours to edit a single YouTube video, don't do YouTube. That is any of those things. If it's taking you a long time to do it and you find yourself resisting it because it just doesn't feel enjoyable, it's probably a sign that that's not playing to your strengths. But on the flip side, if you enjoy talking into a microphone or enjoy writing or you find that you enjoy editing video, then go with that. Go with what you enjoy and what feels good to you rather than feeling like you have to be, have to start a podcast because everyone's doing a podcast or you have to be on TikTok because everyone's doing TikTok. There is no right or wrong content to create. There's no right or wrong platform to be on. And if you work with your strengths, it will save you so much time rather than if you're constantly having to fight yourself to get things done. And you'll also enjoy it a lot more. So I've really learned to love content creation because it now works with my strengths rather than forcing myself to do something I don't enjoy and then struggling to be consistent with it as a result. The third way to make content creation less time consuming is to stop trying to be everywhere and stop trying to post all the time. Pick one main platform, not seven. It used to be that a couple of years ago, people would say, well, you need to be on every single social platform. You need to have a presence on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And that's kind of exhausting. And 
let's be honest, like, yes, you can repurpose your content across all of those platforms, but it takes a bit of time and energy to build a real community on any platform. And if you are just sharing content into the void, you're going to struggle to build that community. So pick one main platform where you can show up on and you don't have to post there every single day. Even on Instagram, the algorithm does not favor quantity anymore. It favors quality. It used to be many years ago that the more often you posted, great, your content would appear at the top of the feed. This is no longer the case. And anybody who is telling you that you need to post more often is telling you to follow a broken, outdated strategy. I would much rather you show up with quality content less often. And if you build it into your routine, so for example, let's say every Monday you spend two hours writing a blog post or two hours recording a video, two hours recording a podcast, and you know every week this is what I do, regardless of whether last week's blog post got any views, regardless of whether last week's video got any likes, you're just doing this content and you're being consistent because growing your audience will take time and consistency. But unfortunately, most people lose momentum because they are trying to be everywhere and they are trying to post all the time and they are trying to come up with fresh content to share on every single platform, which is exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. So no wonder you're losing momentum and no wonder you are not seeing growth if you can't be consistent with it. So choosing just one main platform and being consistent with that. And then if you want to, taking that content and repurposing it elsewhere. So for example, uh, with this podcast episode, I turn it into three emails a week to my list. So three podcast episodes a week, three emails each week to my list, and one or two of those emails might become an Instagram caption as well. That is much better than trying to post on Instagram seven times in one week and then giving up after two weeks because it's exhausting and I haven't seen results after two weeks. The fourth way to make content creation less time-consuming is to repurpose your content. Now, I mentioned a little bit before that, yeah, I turn a podcast episode into three emails and I turn those email cap- emails into Instagram captions, but there are other ways to repurpose your content as well. For example, if you are a guest on somebody else's podcast, ask them if you can record it as well on your end and if you can share it maybe on your podcast, if you can share that podcast episode on yours, or if you can use the video from that Zoom recording as some video content for social media. That's repurposing too. Turning those emails that you send to your newsletter into an Instagram caption or vice versa. If you find it easier to write an Instagram caption than an email, maybe you can take that caption and expand on it as an email that you are sending to your audience. Maybe if you are videoing your podcast or you just want to turn your webcam on while you're recording, maybe you can turn that into a YouTube video or an Instagram reel or a TikTok video. Uh, You can transcribe your podcast into a blog post. So there's so much way, there's so many ways you can get extra juice out of each piece of content that you are creating. And I think about the only real time that I spend creating content is outlining and recording these podcast episodes and writing emails to my list. These are my strengths and I enjoy doing them. Sometimes when I get a little burst of motivation or when I feel like it, I will record an Instagram reel or experiment with a TikTok video. This week I shared two TikToks, but this is 
something I do for fun. I don't do it with the expectation of it growing my business because I know that my podcast and my email list are what grows my business. They are what makes sales. I'm not posting to TikTok and Instagram hoping that it's going to make me sales because from experience, it generally doesn't. Uh, and I'm only just doing those for fun. I wouldn't do them if I didn't enjoy them. The last little tip that I have to make content creation less time consuming is a question that I actually found from Tim Ferriss's book, Tribe of Mentors. What would this look like if it were easy? And in Tim's book, he talks about how when he sat down to write the book, Tribe of Mentors, he started overcomplicating the process. And he then came back to this question, what would it look like if it were easy? And to him, writing that book, the easy way to do it was to interview people who were killing it in their space or in their game that they were, whatever they were doing and to take their interview answers and turn those into a book. We often think that writing a book has to be somebody sitting there plugging away for months at a time in their little writer's cave. But Tim asked this question, what would this look like if it were easy? And it turned into him interviewing people and taking their interview responses and collating that into a book. So this comes back to content because we have a tendency to overcomplicate it all. We think we have to do everything and we think it has to be the most complicated process for it to work out and we think it has to be perfect. But actually the process of content creation and sharing it is actually really simple. And when we overcomplicate it, we make it more likely to fail because we're adding unnecessary steps. We're making it harder for ourselves. So how can you make the process easier? For example, if you are somebody who struggles to write an Instagram caption, but you can talk really easily, download the Rev app on your phone and dictate your caption into that. Just talk into that and then either edit it yourself or ask a VA or somebody on your team, if you have a team, to edit that into a caption. Or maybe if you don't like the pressure of sitting down with a camera and recording a video that way, maybe you record short videos while you're walking the dog each morning or while you're sitting in the car waiting to pick your kids up from school. Accepting that good enough content is good enough. It doesn't need to be perfect. And when I say quality content rather than quantity content, quality doesn't mean perfect. Quality means that the topic is something worth talking about. It means that the content is valuable to the person reading it or listening it or watching it. Not, uh, not that it's perfect sound quality or perfect lighting for your videos or perfect camera. I mean, some of my best performing content has been stuff that I've just recorded on my iPhone with no lighting, nothing fancy, no microphone, anything like that. So good enough is good enough. We need to accept that rather than waiting for it to be perfect. And that means not editing your caption or your blog post a million times. It means not editing out every time you trip up or say um in your podcast episode. You can help way more people with imperfect content than you can with perfect content that's never shared anywhere because it takes you too long to edit it and create it and get it out there. So there you have it, five ways to make content creation less time-consuming. Firstly, start by surveying your audience to save time and your idea generation. Secondly, make sure you are working with your strengths and that you are creating the type of content that comes naturally to you. 
The third way is to stop trying to be everywhere and stop trying to post all the time. The fourth way is to repurpose all of your content. How can you make every single piece of content go a little bit further? And the last one is ask yourself, what would this look like if it were easy? If you have any friends who you know struggle with creating content and know that it takes them maybe a little bit too much time to do that, make sure you share this episode with them. Hit the share button, copy the link and send it to them. If you haven't already followed the Perfect Action podcast, hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts, the follow button in Spotify, and that will just make sure that you get each new episode delivered straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.